This is your host, Sam Jarocki from J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening. Speaking about all things lawn care, garden related and business wise, whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business, sit tight and enjoy the podcast. Hello lads and lasses, welcome back to another podcast. This one is titled Marketing Your Business to Gain Clients, episode 009. Look at that. Already, you know, nine episodes in, nearly going to be on our 10th as of next week. Uh, really looking forward and enjoying these, to be honest. Uh, as I always kind of start off, you know, I think letting you know my appreciation is always key. And, you know, the love's still coming and I'm still really appreciating it. Just yesterday, I got another message saying that they were new to it all and they stumbled across my podcast and that he really enjoyed it. Not everyone has been putting the reviews live. Uh, what is fine if, honestly, if you don't want to post anything, then, you know, quite honestly, that's, you know, that's totally down to you. That's that's fine. But if you do all uh, get a chance, then, you know, then iTunes reviews are really, really appreciated and it does help bump these up a little bit more as well uh you know it's always appreciated so if you can stick a review down on that itunes you know through the apple podcasts and yeah thank you but you know this love's still coming so thank you very much so here we are mid-july like where is this year going you know the day of recording on this is 16th of july so a day before the release and currently uh things are just really hot as you'll probably see across most of the UK right now, uh, the sort of heat's popped up a little bit and we're getting some really nice weather. So although that's brilliant, just make sure you know you carry on hydrating while you're out there because, you know, us Englishmen, Welshmen, Irishmen and uh, Scottishmen are not used to these warm, warm temperatures all this time. So make sure you stay hydrated and also your loans, if you can. Uh, a big part of this is educating your clients to... We can only do so much. You're only there every week, every two weeks, whatever it might be. And, you know, that's just one of them things. But in between over periods of drought or, you know, very hot weather, the clients need to be on top of that watering. If it permits, now I realise some people's on high, uh, like, water tariffs or whatever it's called. So, you know, some people can't do it. But if you can or if you're somewhere like Scotland and you're not getting charged for your water as such, then, you know, try and uh, educate them to possibly get a sprinkler and keep them lawns moist so that they don't dry out. So, anyway, we'll be doing a funny story at the end, hopefully, uh, of this podcast. Uh, so look forward to that. That's by being sent in by someone else who I'll name drop at the end. So look forward to that. And also, just the main topic that we're talking about today is marketing your business and gaining clients. Okay, so this comes hand in hand. Really, with all of this, it's some stuff that you might already be doing. And I think from the vibe that I've been getting, it's stuff that people don't think they should be doing. What, you know, is really quite surprising because it's, you know, it's like trying to play tennis with one arm behind your back. You know what I mean? You're losing out on like part of your game almost by not sort of marketing your business correctly. Now, just as a little in-depth like insight, from me following these sort of rules, procedures, it is booked out my business, you know, nine months in advance. You know, I've been doing this throughout winter, end of last year, and as of March, I was fully booked for the whole year, apart from basically 
I can take on some odd jobs now and again where I get like little opening slots, you know, appearing. But other than that, as for weekly fortnightly maintenance, it's completely booked me up and, you know, I'm turning down calls daily currently at the moment. So, you know, um, these things are to follow and if you are thinking, oh, you know, I could, I could do with a few more jobs, then, you know, this is definitely something to stay on top of. So just to get us started then, two types of advertising that I'll be talking about today is going to be your organic and your paid. Now I've touched on this in the past a little bit and I've just kind of chucked them words out there. But this time I'm going to sort of talk about it a bit more and the benefits and like what is actually involved in it. Uh, what you need to realise is, you know, to market in, and I'm still, you know, I'm still learning the ropes with this and I'm still fairly new, you know, of taking all this on board, I suppose. But from even what I've gathered, it's not all just one place. You can't just market in one section. You know, I'm going to give just flyers out to people and that'll be it. You know, you're missing out on this world of so many other little tips and tricks and processes that you can really boost your business. So, you know, here's just a, a few things that I'm going to go through. So, first one being is the organic, right? So, this is your free advertising, all right? Uh, you know, like your Facebook, Instagram, your website, Google My Business, all this sort of information, uh, all this uh, sort of information that is quite honestly available to you like free of charge you can just log in make an account and it's there and you can talk about your business now with this um on these sort of things that are like your educational sort of posts so these are the best ways to get the information over is your ed educational posts like you know blogs stuff like that so for example my facebook for anyone that mainly follows me is normally through instagram but through Facebook where I kind of any client I get I kind of direct them towards my Facebook it's a bit less let's call it um Instagram <clears throat> Instagram is more showing anything you know I'll put up anything about the business on Instagram daily for consistency and you know my numbers of followers and all that sort of stuff reflects the consistency I build there now Facebook is a bit different Facebook I use to educate clients, so when I take on a client, whatever else, I'll send them then a link of my Facebook page, and there, like, you know, like now when we're getting these hot patches, I'll be putting posts up about watering your gardens, you know, roughly how long for how, like, what size your lawn is, all this sort of stuff, like helpful tips, you know, all free of charge, everything else, but what this is doing is it's free advertising, okay, it builds this, what you call, like, you like, uh, you're, by education, educating your clients and being consistent and helping out on these, you know, little parts that, you know, really don't take too much time. It builds that like trust factor. So basically when they do need your service, they'll come to you. Okay, so by me putting up things like this and being helpful and going, I just did this today, um, scarified this lawn front and back, look at it three weeks later. Right, you're, you're not there, you're not putting that post up to necessarily get anyone getting in touch with you that day but you know Suzanne from down the road might see that on the Friday and when it comes to autumn you know she might go oh we need that you know what I've seen J-Rock Lone Care and Gardening he put up this brilliant post that he'd done this fantastic job you know it went from being next to nothing full of weeds everything and now all of a sudden it's lush it's got dark green stripes in it you know and 
that really sticks with them. And because they're, they like you and you're helpful and you're positive, they'll come to you when they need help, okay? Even if, even if that's not necessarily when you put that per, original post up, you know? A little thing on this, it, building that like and trust factor uh, for you as users that follow my Instagram. I got a message through the other day when I was asked, getting people to ask me questions and I was just doing a little Q&A. Uh, and someone actually got in touch with me along, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was along the lines of, uh, love your work, do you know anyone that's on the same calibre as you in London? So, although I'm nowhere near London, okay, we're talking the best part of probably 14 hours for me, he had seen my Instagram, the work that I produced, um, the quality of the finishes, you know, the time that I put in, uh, not only my work, but my purse, everything else. And then he was asking, because he'd built that like and trust factor with him, he then trusted me, even though I'm nowhere near, for recommendations. So even though I didn't know anyone exactly there, Mike DJM, a little shout out for you, mate, uh, who produces fantastic work. He's a top quality bloke, top quality posts, top quality um, guy in general, really. Uh, he produces awesome stuff. So even Mike, without knowing it, because he's consistent on Instagram, because he produces really high quality work, because he's helpful, because he's a nice guy, I then trust him. You know, he doesn't even know that he's doing this to me. So, because I trust him, I've then recommended him as someone that's in the London area, around his working area. You know what I mean? So, it doesn't necessarily just have to be between you and your client. It might be that Suzanne down the road, she doesn't need it, but her friend, you know, town over, is the one that needs that job. And then she'll recommend. So, all this has like a little chain effect. And it's through organic... You know, free advertising and staying consistent on your posts and all the rest of it. Where all of this comes from. So, going on from organic. So, you just got to remember, that's everything that's more or less free. Everything you can get away with posting and just being consistent about generically. The next one being paid. Alright, so this one is a little bit different. Uh, it's much of the same routine as in, you know, you're still posting your content. Roughly, probably across main some of the main websites, all the rest of it. But this time, it's exactly how the the name leads you to believe. It's paid. All right, so originally, back in the day, this would have been, you know, your big billboards, your flyers that were handed out. Anything that costs money for you to then produce um, is paid advertising and paid marketing. Right, so now that we're in this sort of digital world and, you know, the online territory, let's call it, because let's face it, the day of like flicking through yellow pages for 80% of us on this earth is kind of past. I mean, I do not go through the yellow I got a phone call from a guy from the yellow pages who keeps bugging me and he's trying to get me on yellow. I says, look, mate, I, I don't need the yellow pages. You know what I mean? Google is, you know, a million times better. So it's just not needed. So we're on this online world, and that's how, you know, 90% of things kind of run by now. The older generation might still tap into things like Yellow Pages, Yellow, whatever. And I'm not saying it's a bad idea to be on there. Be on absolutely everything as an overall marketing advice. The more places you are, the more places you're going to get picked up on. So it's really not a bad thing. But I'm just talking about the online world here. So the paid is kind of boosting. Basically... Facebook, Instagram ads, so what you'll find is if you have a business profile on Facebook or Instagram, you're able to boost your ads, okay? This is the process of 
paying X amount of money. Normally I'll put either five or ten pound onto it and literally not much money at all, you know. And I'll set it away. I'll create a poster myself through um uh an application called Canva. It's where I make everything. Uh all my logos, all my uh, posters, flyers, Instagram posts, everything gets made through this Canva app. Really good, check it out, it's free, but I pay for the paid version anyway. But anyway, so you can make up these ads yourself. Pay five, ten pounds and you can put them out there through Facebook and Instagram. I'll come back to that in a second. Uh, you've also got Gumtree that you can, I think it's paying $7.99 or $8.99 for the basic one. You can push that out there. And the pros with this is with paid, organic advertising happens organically, basically naturally. Okay, so whoever sees it, sees it and all the rest of it. With paid, it then opens up this other world of everything, basically. Whatever you want to find, paid then kind of assists with. So it can help you select your clients. So if you've got a niche, you already understand who you want, where you want, the age of them, the gender, you know, whatever it might be. You can select these. So through Facebook ads, you can select genders, you can select age ranges, you can select radiuses of locations. So, for example, when I first started, I had mine set out to, I believe it was a 20-kilometer radius. What took me, you know, slight, it took me further to what I would do now. If I was to put an advertisement now, I would be then pinpointing towns. So, you know, my local area is places like Elgin, Forest, Lossiemouth, um, you know, these these areas that are all within sort of four to five miles of my my home address where I don't mind working so I can put this on and what happens is that you select these paid ads trust me very simple to do and what will happen is that you know so I select Elgin as the local town all of a sudden those that are going through Facebook will all of a sudden have this ad pop up or they'll see my post saying grass cutting um in your local area from, you know, £20, £25, whatever your minimum might be, whatever your ad might be, quite frankly, and it'll pop up on their screen. They'll be able to see it. So you can then reach people that you're not even friends with, they don't know you, may never have heard of you, but you're showing up in front of them. Okay, and this is, it's key because, you know, whatever and as much money you can put to it, and it basically the way it runs is, depend on how it's um, succeeding per day depends on how much money it uses so I'll normally put five pound or let's yeah I say five pound over five days so it will use a pound a day for them five days for marketing you know and it'll tell you at the end how many people you've reached how many people's you know and um, click the contact number in the bottom you know your call to action so on these things you always want a call to action with your posts what that means is that you're not just saying so, J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening offers, offers lawn care and gardening services in your local area from grass cutting to hedge trimming. That's it, right? That's not what you're doing. You're seeing all of them sort of, all of that sort of stuff. J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening offers lawn care and gardening in your local local, local area um, from grass cutting to hedge trimming from 20 to 25 pound, whatever it might be. Get in touch below on Oh seven double whatever whatever whatever, you know you that's your call action. 
your state and your purpose, what you're offering, and then your call to action is how they can get in touch with you. That always needs to be on there, and it needs to be visible, it needs to be clear, and it's important. You want to push everyone towards them call to actions. For example, um, my Instagram, you'll often see that I'll put the odd story up every couple of weeks, and if I put up a YouTube video, for example, I'll say a link in bio. You know, you need to not only give people the information, but tell them where they can find it. Now that I've got so many things like the podcast and the YouTube and all the rest of it, um, I've actually, if you go ahead and check out my Instagram profile after you listen to this podcast and click on my link, I've now say, you'll see like a banner um, through that link that you'll press that I've again created that on Canva. And now I've got five, six different links in that link in bio that people can connect with and, you know, find out further services. So them call actions are very important. Back with the paid marketing, you know, as I say, I used to do that like 20 kilometer range. Uh, now, like I say, it would be within five miles of like a certain town and I'd really zone in. And that's the profit with it is that, you know, you can put 10, 20, whatever you want to money towards this advertising and you can select it to an exact area where you want people to see it. So this is key if, you know, if you're not, if you're working from a different area where you grew up with all your Facebook friends and all the rest of it, um, you need to be able to select them certain areas and you can't, you just really can't do that very well organically and needs to be that paid. So what I'm going to touch on soon with it is you basically, you need both. You need organic with paid. So don't just get stuck to doing one thing only. And you know, that's me. That's I do market my business because I hand out flyers every year at the start of each season. You know, there's so much more to it, and it's not two-dimensional. It's very much a 3D um, thing where you can drop in from lots of different sides. So that paid, um, paid is very important with being able to select the ages, genders, if you so wish. I don't care about that. I don't care if you're male, female, or how old you are, quite frankly. I normally go for locations and try and keep uh, my root density as tight as I physically can now. So the cons with this is that it sometimes looks a bit spammy, quite honestly. Um, what you need to be very aware of, don't talk like a robot. You need to be able to make your brand, um, your advert, whatever else it might be. You need to make that you. You need to make that relatable and not just look like, you know, you know what I mean. When you've scrolled through uh, Google or whatever and you've got that ad at the very top of the page that you're never going to click on because you just think that it's spam. You know, it is very easy to be sort of confused with spam. So you need to somehow make it your own way, something that is still relatable. Um, so you know where I where I use this, like I say, is is Facebook for the paid ads is my main go-to. I haven't done anything through Google as of yet. I haven't needed to. Uh, I will one day, probably no doubt, uh, when I go to expand. But from me doing all this sort of stuff over you know key times like. Not only now where people's probably going to come to you through, you know, the heat of the summer, but people's probably not even thinking about it in winter. And that's when I start putting paid ads. Then feel as where people start seeing me. I mean, there's a rule of seven, it's called. And it's the fact that someone needs to see a service or a product seven times before they decide to then act on it. Okay, seven times. Now, now this isn't just a number I'm making up. This is like a legitimate thing. If you type into Google, rule of seven marketing. And it's literally, they need to see something seven times. So when I say, not just a flyer somewhere, right? It needs to just be dotted around everywhere. 
you know, you need to be online, you need to be, you know, posters in, in offices, you need to be on the recommendation list from friends, you know, hear or see from you seven times before they take on your product or service. So really keep that in mind. What do you need to do so that that possible future client might see you up to seven times? You know, not just once when they pass by and they might make that jump to go for you. You know, what's something where you can be in so many places that, you know, it's up to seven times before they act. So really keep that in mind. Um, just so you're aware, this can all sound quite confusing and you're like, look, J Sam, J Rock, whatever. I don't even know where to start. You're talking gibberish. I really don't understand what you're saying. There's a woman um, on Instagram called sunbeam social okay so that's sunbeam underscore social i'm not getting paid for this show out out like that but she like offers like from seeing what she does she offers like strategy paid calls and uh for free sort of marketing advice sorry strategy paid calls for advice and she also allows um she basically puts a lot of information within her posts about marketing businesses about branding all this sort of stuff. And so she not only gives it free through our social media, but she does also offer services that can help you um, in marketing your business and basically everything I'm talking about right now. So, I mean, it's free to go follow her. Check her out. You know, if you're struggling with how I'm describing it, you might take it better from her. But um, as I spoke about with the consistency within your marketing, you just need to keep on top of it. As I've said in the past, it's not just um, Facebook and then that's me. You know, I want to make a Facebook business page and that's how everyone's going to find us. Because, you know, you're missing out so many different areas where people can get in touch. And so it's everything. It's Facebook, it's Instagram, Google My Business. It's a website that you can connect to that for absolutely no cost to you at all. It's completely free. You know, it's all these different areas where you can get the word out there and people can get in touch with you. Um, but it's just being consistent it's staying on top of it as I've said in the past sort of my Instagram I aim to post daily what that does is to the Instagram algorithms and the rest of it it sees me as sort of um, it'll see me more as popular content rather than someone that posts once every two weeks okay so more people then see my content through obviously the more consistent posting and with that and the more people you can get interacting right, this is kind of diving into a different market and um, of your business but the more people you can get interacting the more people is then going to see your posts okay it's kind of like a chain effect so consistency it's all i can say it's key because for every you know 100 people that's not interested you might get one person that is interested in your services and that's sort of they're the figures that you're kind of looking at so you do just need to kind of keep on it and it, it will come if you're struggling to get clients especially in the start consistency is key all right, don't be scared of it and don't be fooled that you don't need it because honestly, it will help and it'll speed things up so much. I mean, to think within the time that I've been doing this and how fast, I mean, basically after 30 days of marketing and my thir first 30 days of business, I was then fully booked for the rest of that year through following these these traditional techniques of you know paid and organic uh, advertising and consistent person. Yeah, 30 days from not being known, not even being created, not even having a logo to then, you know, being fully booked out. So, you know, there is truth to the matter. Um, going on from that, so how can any of this help you gain clients? You know, how can you then implement this and what does it do? I've kind of talked on this. 
it will help you find your ideal client. And now, don't get me wrong, just because someone lives in a certain place, it does not mean you're going to get along with them very well or you're going to like their personality. You know, we can't choose that, right? That's just the kind of look of the draw, you know what I mean? You're going to get some people that you don't get along with and all the rest of it. You need to be able to make that judgment. But what this paid does is it helps you find the ideal client. So it helps you market in certain areas where you want to be. It will help you find, if you only want to go for OAPs and you want to help out the older generation, then, you know, stick 65 and over. Make them. If you only want to go for younger people that you think you might relate better with, then keep it under 35 or whatever, you know what I mean? Like you can literally have that deciding factor with that paid marketing of helping you gain them clients, ideal locations and all the rest of it. You're in charge of who you take on, not the client, right? Not your missus, not anyone else. You putting out that post, running your business, you are in charge. Okay, there's no two ways about it, right? You don't, it's your business at the end of the day and you run it the way you want to. If you don't want to take my advice and you want to stick with your flyers, you know, a bulk out once every 12 months, do that. Look, no skin off my nose. But, you know, if you want a bit of help and you want to go to wider prospects, and I'm telling you, this is where the world's heading and probably the way the world already is, then, you know, these are the way to go. But you are in control, and that's something to keep in mind. So next, what I'm going to touch on here, along with marketing, obviously I'm talking about putting out posts and all the rest of it, but there's something that you need to begin with, and that is branding, okay? So no, you're not going to go get a Red Hot Poker and brand yourself. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is logos, colors, that sort of stuff. Things that you do that people's going to go, ah, that's J-Rock Lonke and Gordon because, you know, he's dressed in a green top. I can see that he's got these white logo on. He's wearing the certain kind of trousers he does. Or brown boots like he gets with everyone that um, ever works with him. You know, and he's got his blue van. You know, J-Rock Lonke and Gordon and I have got my own branding going on. And what it is, is you need a logo, right? With that, it needs to be, you want people to be able to tell what you do just by looking at the logo, right? So if you've got, um, Susan's lawn care then you can tell that Susan does lawn care you know didn't take a scientist whereas if you've got um, your logo for God and maintenance business is let's think about it is just something completely random let's say it's a picture of a van on it you know and it's their van someone looking at that is going to go until I get close enough to your chest where I can see your logo or like, you know, really read in what you're doing. You could be a mechanic, you could be a delivery service, you could be waste removal. How am I going to know that you're garden maintenance? You know, so what you see a lot of the time is people have like, um, it's a pretty generic logo of a, a rake, a spade and, you know, whatever else it is, uh, like a hoe or something like that all crossed each other. Uh, like that's absolutely fine. But people looking at that will know straight away their garden tools, they must be doing some sort of garden maintenance. Same as people, you know, that's got that age-old um, lawnmower as a logo. It doesn't take a scientist to look at that and go, he does some form of lawnmower, you know what I mean? So, although they're quite known and uh, a lot of people might use them sort of things, people know exactly straight away what kind of services they offer just by their logo. Um, I, Alongside with that, you've got the colours. So... The rule of thumb is that you have between one and four colours. So, for, my, for example, I've got green, brown and white and teal. 
they're my sort of four colors that I use for marketing and any sort of traditional posters, stuff like that. It'll, it'll keep to them four colors where possible. And what it does is there's something behind it where when there's more than sort of that set amount, if you have too many, the brain gets confused. The brain doesn't like it. So if you looked at a van and it was like, you know, an artist drawn, the, the brain doesn't know where to look, it doesn't know where to focus on, and all of a sudden you'll either brush past it or not be able to focus on the information that's there to pick up. If you've got between one and four colours and, you know, your writing stands out and it's all very formal with each other, then apparently it's a lot kinder to the brain and the way the brain looks at it, it will uh, pick up on it. I mean, look at anyone really, Adidas, black and white. Nike, black and white. Um, who else we got? You've got like Asda, green and white. You know what I mean? They're all basic inside that sort of one to four, simple to look at and easy to pick up on. You don't see any of them with 12 different colours splattered about. So don't go all rainbow coloured with your writing and all the rest of it uh, because it's not as friendly to the brain. So with this, using them sort of same colours along with the logo, people will start to actually associate them colours with your brand. So, for example, just a little test, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to name out a few different things, all right, and I want you to think of what it might be, okay? So you'll get what I mean here. So a yellow car in New York City is probably a, hopefully you're saying it to yourself, it would be a taxi, you know what I mean? When you think of, like, cabs in uh, New York City, everyone thinks of the yellow cab driving about. So a red, white, and blue delivery van in the UK for a shopping like grocery centre is probably going to be Tesco's. You know, a red van with a white and yellow logo that drives around all the estates is probably the post office. You know what I mean? So there's all these different things where you can see a few different things and hopefully they're they are jumping into your head, or now that I've even said it, you've thought, oh yeah, of course, you know, a red van that drives around, everyone knows that's a posty, right? Everyone knows when the posty's coming. So that is all branding, and you just think, because you see them everywhere, but that's exactly it. You see consistency, because of numbers, okay, and it's regular. Post office hasn't changed their colours, I think, since they ever started. Um, same with the yellow cabs in New York City, and the black cabs in uh, London. You know, all of our black cabs in London, you don't see them all of a sudden start changing and all the rest of it so yeah that's all with branding and logos and how it can really stick in your mind for you to then give to your clients so this along uh, marketing will propel your business right so what you got to realize is not everyone does this i mean you might be sitting there now going i don't do this and like i say that's fine but there's so many people that don't do it because you know they're already full or whatever it might be and that's sound. If they don't want to do it, they don't want to do it. But what I'm finding with this is it's a niche within the gardening world that we're very traditional in the, I'll make up 200 flyers and I'll hand them out. I'll make up some business cards and I'll just post them through letterboxes. Honestly, all of that is fine. I'm not going against any of that. But what you've got to realise with it is that, like I say, it's a 3D shape. There's so much more you can go to other than just them uh, older methods i suppose so the more natural ways and schemes you can use to market your business for your clients is things like referral schemes okay so whatever that might be you might have i mean i've done this in the very beginning and i 
cut it out quite easy as I found, like I say, after 30 days I was fully booked. So I didn't really need to keep this in. But what you can do at the start is referral schemes. So if you, you know, Margaret takes on your service for fortnightly grass cuts, you could say, thank you very much, Margaret. Um, if you've got any friends or family that want to take on your ser uh, my services, um, please pass on my information. If they take me up, your next grass cut will be 20% cheaper. You know, things like that. So it's it's something to tie them in and going, oh, I'll save a bit of money if I just recommend them. It's sort of natural marketing. So you've got referral schemes, you've got street or estate bookings. This is things like you can go, right, well, if I get three to five people on this one street, uh, you know, if you get one person there, you can go, right, well, just so you know, it's like a game of Monopoly. If three or five people in this street take on my services, um, your grass cut will go from £30 down to 27 to 25 whatever it might be. Uh, and what that will be is because you're now not driving halfway across town or whatnot to go to your next client you're literally just walking the moor to the next house you know it's a bit of an incentive is the word i was looking for uh to get people going so all these are just incentives uh to basically spread the word for you and they get something in return so referral schemes you've got street estate bookings monopoly how you call it uh, you've also got coupon uh, coupons so you might have seen previously with other people you can basically make out posters and on the bottom of this A4 paper, basically, what you do is you cut, say, 10 equal strips that have got your signature on and, you know, a stamp, let's call it. And when people come across your poster, they say J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening on it um, and you put under there, with this slip below, you will get, I don't know, 50% off your first grass cut uh, on any regular maintenance then taken you know so people say it they go i'll save a bit of money on the first one but then you're tying them into that regular fortnightly visit and all they need to do you know it's costing you nothing apart from the printer paper and the ink and all they're doing is ripping this bit of paper and that's their coupon only make five or ten or whatever it might be and that way you know that uh all of a sudden if you know the the 12th person comes to you and goes oh i've got this coupon code then you know they've probably copied it from somewhere and it's not legit so with things like that, just make sure it's legit. Make sure it's yours. Um, but, you know, again, it's just something that's very easy and sort of natural schemes that you can get out to people. Uh, posters and cards. Now, this is kind of underpaid marketing because, you know, you've got to buy your posters. You, you might have to make, buy your cards, whatever else. But at the same time, put these up in other places. Although, like I say, it's an older, it's an older technique um, to do, as in getting you know, your posters out, your cards out. It is an older technique, but alongside with that, it's still effective. People still see it, and it can still go a long way. So with this, funny enough, it really wasn't long ago I had, um, I had someone get in touch with me about taking on my services. Sadly, like I've said before, I'm actually fully booked at the moment, so I can't take anyone else on. But what it was is when I first started, I put, I made little flyers and cards myself, and I laminated them myself. And um, yeah, I basically so they weren't perfect. They cost no money to me at all, apart from making it on Canva and getting it out. Uh, and you know, they just went everywhere. It was just to get my name out. And what it was is when I put it out. I put one in, in this case, in a fish and chip uh, restaurant, uh, you know, on them, like, corkscrew uh, boards that they've got. 
And so I put one out there and, you know, pinned it to the wall, never thought anything of it. So it's taken over a year for this to come back around, bearing in mind. But for the first time, someone rang me actually yesterday to record this podcast. Hi, uh, I believe this is Sam from J-Rock Long Cane Gardening. Yep, no worries, blah, blah, blah. Had a little, like, introductionary chat. She was like, I've actually just found a senior poster, uh, your card, in a local fish and chip restaurant. Now, I know that's the only restaurant that I put that card in. So she said, I've seen that. I was just wondering if you had any space and we could take on your services for a regular cut. So, you know, already they were sold. Whether they checked me out before ringing me or whatnot, I am sure. I'm unsure, but they were, you know, trying to take on my services pretty confidently straight away. And although I couldn't take them on, that would have been anywhere between a 25 and £40 return straight away on, yes, something that just takes time. You know, something that was put up over a year ago has now just came back to us. Well, cost me nothing, but now I'm profiting, you know, 25 to £40 of, or could have profited from. So, you know, these sort of things do work, and what you've got to expect is that they don't all of a sudden, they don't always hit straight away, but unless someone moves them, the forever sort of recommending you, the forever marketing your business for you. So that was just one that, like, something I had that um, has came back around. But they are sort of natural ways. I hope from that you can kind of see a few ways of how you can actually market yourself through organic, so just normal posts, being consistent, getting that like trust, like trust and uh, likability factor about yours to between you, between your client. And just getting known alongside paid where you get to push out your advertisements to people directly, whether that's locations, ages, genders, whatever. Um, and then alongside that, other just little strategies you can use to be able to get business from your client. Now, this goes all hand in hand with the pricing that I've spoke about in previous episodes. Okay, this is a way that you can then market it. Once this all starts coming together, you'll get more of an overall picture on what you should be charging where people live, where your route is, and, you know, how it can benefit you to its best. You know, so really, I hope this has helped in some way, shape, or form, and you can take on some points. But like I say, let me know. Send me a DM if you've listened to this podcast, and if, you know, if it hasn't helped, if you think I'm repeating myself, if um, you'd like to know more in-depth knowledge, I can try and do that as well. But please, um, if you can from this, swipe that all the way down from uh, this podcast. Now, if you're looking at your phone, swipe down, and you'll see the little the star rating and the little box to write in please leave me a review let me know what you think um it goes a long way but for the funny story so this was sent in by uh lewis lee shield who uh, owns a pressure washing company and basically uh, not like a domestic cleaning company but he sent in this story uh to be able to read out tears so i thought because it's been a few episodes i'll give you another story so this is his and i'm going to be reading it in his words so I own and run a cleaning business and I remember the first time I did a big property out in the countryside. I was cleaning all of their windows and I just finished the job and I was bursting for the toilet. I knocked on the door to collect the payment and the woman got chatting to me for quite a while and the whole time I was thinking to myself, I'm bursting for a piss. I really need to go and I thought to myself, just ask her if I can use the toilet. But for some reason, I didn't dare ask as I had only just started my business and I just said to myself, I'll go and lay by on the way home. Right, at some point, just to jump in here, everyone's kind of thought this and being at a property and they've thought I'm bursting. Right, this is where the world of vans comes amazing. Um, so carrying on, 
After managing to get away, I jumped in the van and as I was pulling out of her driveway, the inevitable happened. I couldn't hold it on any longer and I ended up pissing myself while sat in the driver's seat. The thoughts going through my head at the time were, oh god, what a relief. <laughs> Mixed with, oh shit, what, what have I done? I'm a 25 year old grown adult, so I had to drive half an hour home, call the rest of my day off and jump in the shower. I now own a much bigger van that has an oddboard toilet because of this story. So just, <laughs> I think at any point someone can kind of relate and go, you know, you've been at a property and you've just been bursting. And I'm telling you, when you get into this sort of job, you'll soon re realise when you're jumping around other properties, especially if you're on the countryside, it's not always easy. So you've got to deal with it how you can, but please expect it. Um, there's always an emergency bottle just in case. But um, no, Lewis, thank you very much for sending that in, mate. Um, funny story and I really appreciate it guys and girls if you've got any other stories along any sort of basis of you know your job that you think might be not only just funny but just entertaining or just something a bit weird or quirky then feel free to get in touch and just send them in um, so again Lewis thank you very much for uh, sending that through just want to touch on again thank you very much for following you know, the, the podcast listeners is slowly creeping up, so more people are finding it and are listening to it, and I'm very grateful for it as well. People that have been in the business 10 years are finding these things interesting and easy to listen to. So, you know, maybe this boring northern voice isn't too bad, and, you know, it's doing some help. So thank you very much. Uh, we're actually also reaching 950 subscribers on my YouTube channel. You can find that through J-Rock Lone Care and Gardening, where I've got videos of, like, mass hedge reductions, garden tidy-ups in the snow, um, grass cutting, grass tips, lawn care, you know, all this sort of stuff. Um, so if you can and you haven't already, please go onto the YouTube channel and hit subscribe because I'm really chasing that 1,000. When I do, there will be a giveaway. So again, just to recommend, uh, just to say, any reviews that do go through, I've only had two or three people come through. Um, the next two reviews that come through, you'll receive a J-Rock Lawn Care and Garden sticker as well. So that's enough blabbing on. Thank you very much for listening, guys and girls. Hope you have a great day. Keep tracing the dream. Keep being successful. Keep being yourself. And honestly, any hard times that are hitting, you will get past. These busy periods will fall off a little bit, but keep your head up. You know, it's happening everywhere, and it happens with every business at some stage, some point. Keep going. Keep motivated. And you know what? If you're ever feeling a bit down, depressed, anything else, drop me a direct message on my Instagram, and I'm here to chat it through with you. You know, there is a face behind this account, behind this podcast, and I do care. So take care, everyone. Uh, much love to you all. And yeah, peace out.